All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Bring the Juice. I'm your host, Frank Delana. Today, first time ever, actually not first time ever, but we have another Delana on the pod, Nate Delana. Nate, welcome to Bring the Juice. Fire me up. Good to have you in the studio today. I'm incredibly juiced to be here. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah. You look great. Thank you. Hat looks great. It's my favorite hat. The it looks great. It's not it's it's a phenomenal fit. It's unbelievable. You know what? I appreciate that because I don't think people realize this. I get up all the time. Hey, where do you get your hats? And I try to not tell people, but also tell people because I'm not that guy. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll spread the love, but I put a little effort into my hats. I don't just have, I think people don't realize like I could just have like a Shopify store yeah. where uh, I put a little logo on there and like, oh yeah, order it. It's going to be, you know, $37 and whatever. No, I put love in my hats, design love. I think people enjoy the fit. It's a certain swagger and style. It's got a gritty style it's, to it. It's a great feel. It's stylish. It's great. It's a I great feel. It. You look good in it. Thank you. I'm I actually, that. one of the things that I'm trying to do is, uh, I think I want to have a calendar shoot for 2024. Ooh. And I want to have like some intense tryouts, maybe a few different versions. Uh-huh. Maybe one called like grit. Uh, one called like get your piss hot. Yes. And then one just called like, Silky juice or are you, something. You're theming the month or you theming the clothes. It seems no, like I want like- three different calendars depending on your mood. Maybe it's a oh. value pack: one for home, one for work, one for like your, uh, like your Valentine's bathroom. Day. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Valentine's Day. I love that. Nate, you look great. Um, so your dynamic, obviously, for people who don't know, Nate is. I, can, I, can I call you the rugby king of the San Joaquin? Uh, that's great. That's a great line. I've never been called that, but I'll take it. Okay, so. Rugby here in the Valley is not as popular. And and I'm just going to pin the Valley on it. Like in certain parts of the United States, rugby is not as popular as uh, youth soccer, Mm -hmm. Pop Warner football, little hoopsters, basketball, et cetera. Go down the list. Certainly. Rugby is just, it's not quite there yet. I I didn't really know anybody that played rugby until I went to college personally. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then it was like, it was club style. Yeah. And I know there's a few major schools throughout the country that like rugby is a thing. Living in Utah, the University of Utah, they have a rugby program. I know I have a couple buddies that were part of it. Um, talk to me about like why is rugby not what it should be in the United States yet? It's a great question. Yeah, and you, you hit the nail on the head there for sure. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about it today because I was running some numbers. And I think there's more kids playing soccer in Sacramento than there is kids playing rugby in the United States. Wow. Yeah, it's huge, right? And soccer is just a beast. It's enormous, right? It's probably the biggest youth sport in the country right now, right? And really, right now, currently, rugby is just a, it's a niche sport. Sure. Right? It's a niche sport. It's not one of your big four, right? Soccer, basketball, football, baseball. Those are the big four in the United States. And uh, it's unique, right? It's unique. You know, a lot of people in our community uh, are not from the United States. A lot of people from our community in our community found rugby later on in mm-hmm. their lives, right? You're not playing it, you know, normally. You're not playing it when you're six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. You're playing it when you get into college, right? And a lot of the stories are like me. I went to St. Mary's College in California to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the cut. Needed to do something. They didn't have a football team. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to play rugby. Never played right? before. Never played before. Yeah. Yeah, never played before. Athlete. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you got to do something, right? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're not doing something after school, you're going to get in trouble. So, right. I had to do something. I said, okay, I'm going to play. I had to choose between lacrosse or rugby. I chose rugby. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, it, it's been something I've been doing consistently, probably the most consistent thing I've been doing ever since. Wow. So yeah. And it's awesome. And, and I think something that really 
helped with that is I had an incredible experience when I did play. Uh, St. Mary's was ranked we were third in the country at the time. And so not only was I able to play a new sport, learn, I got great coaching. I had uh, great experience. I met phenomenal teammates who were all really good athletes as well. Right. And we got to go on tour and like, you know, we got to go to Ireland and Italy and do a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And it's badass. It's just something that we were able to do. And then, you know, over time, you, it, something like that, where you have such a positive experience with it, you just keep doing it, you know? And so it really, getting back to your question, uh, it's just introducing more people to the right. opportunity to play. And the people that want to play are going to have a great time. The people that are doing other things are doing other things. I'm not going to blame them for that. Right. But just giving, you know, kids, parents, you know, college kids, players, wherever you are, wherever you are in your life, just the opportunity to play, to give it a shot. That's what, you know, that's, what's going to do it and get us there. So we're, uh, we're doing our best to introduce it for sure. You know, is it one of those sports you think that eventually, um, you know, there I'm thinking back just to like fourth grade, mm -hmm. um, you'd start school off, you'd be playing probably either soccer, football, or both something in between, there's baseball season, mm -hmm. there's basketball season in there somewhere. I remember playing like volleyball. Oh, yeah. Men's volleyball, boys volleyball. Yeah. Actually loved Libero. it. Lo loved it. Yeah. Bump set. Bump set. Bump baby. Let's go. Uh, but d is there a point where you want parents and kids to have those conversations of like, hey, uh, you know what, mom? I'm not going to play basketball this season. I'm going to, I, I want to play rugby instead. Is it, is it going to get to that point, you think? That's a really great question for, me, uh, I, this kind of goes into my methodology of sports, yeah. right? And kind of really what I think about. Um, I think when you're between the age of five and 12, I think you should be playing as many sports as you possibly can. Could not and agree it, more. Yes. Multi-sport athlete. There's so many uh, studies out there that prove that the multi-sport athlete is the better athlete, right? And so when it comes to a kid age, you know, or a parent that's trying to get their kids into an activity, right? Um, you know, our seasonality for the most part is December, January, February for youth. Um, uh, for high school, it's, you know, February, March, April. Yeah. Right. Um, and so for the youth side of it, you know, I think really the, like, give it a shot, especially if you're someone that's prone to, or enjoys the co contact sport, yeah. wants to get into contact sports. Uh, I think the best thing that rugby does for other sports is it makes you do everything on the field right now. Again, I was a football player, uh, you know, center D end, right. I play rugby. I'm running with the ball. I'm making tackles. I have the opportunity to score. You know, really, I have to do everything that everyone else does. When I was playing football, I only had to do a couple of things, right? Sure. Block, tackle, right? And so being able to play a cool sport like rugby when you're young gives you the opportunity to move your body in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, it holds you accountable to what everyone else has to do on the field. Right. And it really helps, you know, broaden your athletic prowess for other sports as well because you have to move your body differently, right? Um, it's kind of a combo. You know, everyone says football with no pads, but I really consider it uh, wrestling, soccer and basketball slammed together into a sport wow with the occasional big tackle here and there so do you you mentioned uh and there i mean you, you said a lot of good stuff right now mm -hmm. let's just start with okay in the sense of i'm a i'm a younger kid mm -hmm. and i wasn't allowed to play tackle football until i was in eighth grade because mm -hmm. One, I think I was told you'll get burnt out if you start too soon because it is a physical sport and it's a grind. It's a grind of a sport. Certainly, there's. I mean, you played baseball and mm -hmm. football. When you're done with football season, you're kind of happy to go to baseball practice the first day, and you're like, "There's a little more chill on my body." Sure, put yeah. some put a couple seeds in the back pocket. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you're still busting your butt, but at the same time, it's like that constant. 
physical grind of man to man contact. Less recovery, right? You don't have to recover. As a little less recovery. Yeah. I mean, it's still stressful and all that. And, sure. and I think hitting a baseball is one, probably one of the hardest things to do in sports, arguably. Yeah. But it's a different type of mindset. So, is it something where you think, hey, I want my kid to get involved with rugby because it's going to teach him, uh, you know, the morals that every youth sports program would, you know, teach you how to become a good teammate, build his character, under how to face and overcome adversity, mm-hmm. work well with others. Yeah. I could go, the list goes on and on about why sports are good for kids. Yep. Is there an age that you would put your kids in rugby? Is there, is there is there an advice there? So when it comes to the the options that we provide, that rugby provides specifically in Northern California, right? right we usually introduce the game, the tackle game to players around nine, right? Okay. We can start around nine. Um, some decide to go a little earlier than that. That's really a parent's choice, right? right? Um, and every kid's different. There's a lot of uh, kids that are athletically inclined that could probably hang. There's other kids that need a little bit more time for development. My main concern as a coach for youth is to just ensure that the kids can play safely, yes. right? Um, when it comes to your like 30,000 foot view, when should a player start playing um, you know, a, some sort of contact sport? I think that's a decision that's gotta be like made on a case by case basis, if the player wants to, you know, get into something like that, yeah, I do think rugby itself helps a ton if you do want your kid to play football or if your kid wants to play football, because the way that we teach the tackle is uh, a unique way. Um, it's a safe way. It's yep. a way that the you know the Seahawks and Ohio State and other people have started to teach the tackle. It's really keeping your head outside of the tackle, and then that really helps a lot with confidence and safety. Once you get into football and things can get a little bit more aggressive, right? Football and rugby. And that's, and that's one thing I was leading towards. Uh, we'll get into tackling in a sec, but mm-hmm. I agree with you a lot in the sense where there's, and I, I've seen all sides of it. We, we were watching Thursday night football right now. Like there's guys in the NFL that don't know how to properly tackle, which is fine. Yeah. Maybe they're paid to cover, but yeah. it is what it is. But football should, should high school football coaches be, making their team play rugby when they're not in season you think god you know i would i I would i would love it yeah i mean i would love it and there's a ton of schools out there that are doing that yeah right um de la salle being one of them some really big school jesuit in uh, sacramento big boy high schools no joke high schools right and with no joke sports right um and so i think there's a huge benefit to it there's an absolute huge benefit to it. If, uh, you know, in the off season, you're looking for something else to do, um, you want to stay in shape and you're not playing another sport. I think yeah. rugby's a phenomenal opportunity, especially for football players, especially for the big guys, right? Okay. Again, center D end, right? You're, when are you going to get the chance to run with the ball? When are you yeah. going to get the chance to, to have to do different types of movements and make steps and try we, steps are like jukes, right? Right. Um, and run through guys with the ball. Right. It really allows you to like do different things, move your feet. You right. Score. Gets better. It gets better. I mean, you get better with a lot of different things when you're playing another sport, but rugby helps a ton when it comes to especially offensive and defensive line movements. I I, I would love for football coaches to know that we're not here to take your players. We're here to help. Yeah. Right? That's kind of my main message whenever I'm talking to a football coach about this. One, we can add a different type of tackle to, you know, let's say the quiver, right? To to what that player can do, right? Because there's different tackles that you need to do, especially as you get into higher levels. There's different types of tackles on the field that Absolutely. you have to do depending on the situation. I think a rugby tackle is something that every football player should have, right? 
Um, and then secondly, you know, for me, football coaches obviously want control of the guys. And I get that, right. Especially when you get into, you know, high school and stuff like that. I do think that rugby is there as a sport that could help a lot of those players and help those football players and help those football coaches win and, you know, all together because they're doing something that's going to help them become better athletes. Yeah. Do you think that <clears throat> it'll eventually flip to where there's more rug? I mean, American football is mm -hmm. it's a monster. It's a monster. Yeah. It's enormous. And I think, we mentioned uh, I, this is just this is a hot take here, but we mentioned how soccer is one of the big four sports for youth sports. For youth if you sports. were to say yeah. the big four sports on a professional level, I don't is soccer in the big four. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't. In America, I mean, I don't know, with Messi here, maybe now, but I, I don't. I don't think maybe. Right, right, uh, so right. We got basketball. We got football. We got baseball. It just makes you think like there's enough uh, hockey. Hockey's hockey's uh, big. Hockey's in there. Yeah. It makes you think though, like. Will rugby make enough noise to eventually create like enough noise equivalents to what like the MLS is in the United States? I think that's kind of the that's the track, right? It has to be the model. Yeah, it right? has to. Well, it has to be the end goal, right? Yeah. It certainly has to be the end goal. It doesn't necessarily have to be at that you know football scale. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of things that go into you know building a fan base, building a, a culture, and, and building to that level of sport. Right when it, when you're talking about those things, yeah. right? Um, I think rugby has a really good chance uh, to get to something that's mainstream. And and what is mainstream? Right? Maybe it's a hockey. Maybe it's what lacrosse is doing right now because that's doing a little bit better. Right? Um, getting up into that upper echelon of like football and baseball and basketball will take a, a really big cultural shift, like a cultural shift that you see in in Europe, right, yeah. or Australia or New Zealand. It really becomes a part of the DNA of you know, a, a city, a country, right? right? Um, can we get there? Certainly. But it's going to take a lot to get to that kind of point. I think we can get there to more of a mainstream sport with all of the options that we're providing uh, to kids that are playing now from a professional track and from like an Olympic track. Because there are opportunities not only to play in the Olympics for rugby, both men's and women's. Um, there's also tracks for professional rugby uh, in the United States with Major League Rugby and then Premier uh, Rugby Sevens. As okay. well. So I think we can get to mainstream. And I think after we get to mainstream, the scale that we get to is something that's going to depend on what kind of cultural view rugby has on, you know, the United States. Well, just like anything, it, it comes down to dollar signs also. Certainly. So, you know, one of the reasons I think soccer in the United States hasn't, it, it doesn't fill stadiums up. The, the Seattle... Sounders, whatever the hell, yeah. Seattle Sounders versus the San Jose Earthquakes no. is not going to fill a stadium up the same way the 49ers and the Raiders are. It just yeah. isn't like, yeah. and, and that's a culture thing. Yeah. Um, but I I do feel that the American people like we like contact. Mm -hmm. I think we enjoy we enjoy points. Yeah, offense. We score. enjoy offense, and yeah. I think the average soccer fan they go. I played soccer for a long time. I could watch a game and see a run and see an angle and like I understand it. My dad watched me play for 20 years, right? Yeah. He just knows either I scored a goal that game or I didn't. Yeah. And I think that's a bulk of our United States country that doesn't didn't play soccer past seventh grade. Yeah. And you know, they see in Europe it's a it's the beautiful game, right? They're seeing things that are tactics that are exactly. tactical, right? right? And there's things within a game that uh, that people that have a pretty like detailed understanding of it yes um can like appreciate 
Yes. Right? And, and you kind of get that with baseball too, right? Yeah. There's, there's things in Absolutely. baseball that, you know, there's things in baseball, there's moments, there's times, there's situations where someone who's played a long time can understand what's going on while someone who hasn't played does, might not catch, right? right? And so I think it's very similar from a rugby standpoint, right? Like you, you have to kind of understand the game and you have to, you know, play the game and really watch the game to like kind of know what's going on and stuff. Um, But yeah, you know, the culture, I mean, it's just tough to get to football level. I don't want to say it's impossible. It's pretty not sustainable right now. It's, it's, it's a big ass goal. It's just a big, it's a big ask, right? Yeah. And you're trying to figure out, you know, really, you know, for, for when it comes to football, like it is, it, it is a religion, you know, it is a, people are crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's a part of people's lives. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, a, it's not a game. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's your life. life, which is, which, you know what, dude, like if you're able to get that much fandom and have that much buy-in for a product, man, sure. like that's awesome. That's what you're shooting for. Yeah. Right. Um, I think rugby could get there. It's just going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of education from, from people like me, from other stakeholders in the community. And then obviously from the sports standpoint, it's going to have to be, you know, a sport that, you know, from the American audience would like, you know, and I think sevens has an opportunity for that too. I think 15s is good, but I think sevens has a, has a pretty good chance. Cause that's the Olympic version of rugby that could probably get there. Can you so. explain to our viewers the difference between sevens and 15s? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, 15, uh, so 15s rugby, it's called rugby union. Okay. Okay. Rugby union is the game that you see in Europe. It's there's the, actually right now the rugby world cup is going on. Uh, it's what like New Zealand is really known for, right? Okay. Everyone knows about the all blacks, Yep. right? This is 15 on 15, right? Usually the team size is 22, right? There's 15 guys on the field um, for each team, right? It's an 80 minute game, two 40 minute halves. Okay. Yeah. Continuous. Yeah. Right. Continuous. So it's a ton. It's a lot of running. Right. Uh, sevens is the Olympic version of rugby, right? And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's seven on seven, Cuts. right? The field size is exactly the same, right? So huge field, right? We're thinking about a soccer field, right? Um, with uh, two seven-minute halves, so 14-minute total for the game. Yeah, so it's basically like a full sprint the entire time. And so the coolest part is like all these countries, if it's like the HSBC World Sevens Tour, they all go to one place. There's a big tournament in Los Angeles every year, right? All these countries go to one place. They all play each other a bunch of times, right? So you're seeing- It's like know, a round robin tournament type like thing almost. almost. Yeah, you're seeing like a ton of games in one day. You're sitting in the stadium and you know they just- Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom, it's awesome. Yeah. And uh, and then by the, at the end of the day, there's a you know seating, then a tournament, and then champions. Wow. Right? And so it's a blast. And the, but the games are so quick, it's like anything can happen at any moment. Yeah. Right? So What's a really score? Engaging. Like how many, how many scores is there per game usually? Yeah. So you know, it can go anywhere between like a really like defensive game could be, you know, 14 to 7 or sure. 21 to 21 to 15, 21 to 14, something like that. Right. You can get 35-0 every once in a while every once in a while in sevens. And 15s, like you'll see like like New Zealand versus the United States, like I think one of the scores was like 75 to zero or something oh. like that, right? Like it's a much longer game, right, 80 right. minutes. And then like, you know, it happens. You know what I mean? Um, so you can get just the sevens though. It's just everything's so fast. It's it, you, it's really engaging, which I, so I think there's a really cool opportunity for that in the United States, you know, moving forward as well. Well, people, yeah, so. I mean, our attention span, the, the it's just getting shorter and shorter to where the Correct. more action and even, and, and you know, I think people, they love intensity. Yeah. Why is college football so fun? When you see a 52 to 51 shootout in college football no. and you watch it, if you're on TV, if you're sitting, if we're sitting on my couch, it's holy shit, this is fun. Yeah. If we're there, it's fireworks. It's, the, um, the emotions are going pew, 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 pew. Yeah. The energy. So I could right? see the juice. I could no. see in that instance, like how that would be very entertaining and I, how the American people would want to get behind that and all yeah. that. 
And I think there's some lot, a really good, a lot of good things coming from it too. It's easier to commercialize it, right? Because it's not a 40 minute half, and it's just one game. There's a bunch of games. It's right. you know, it's 14 minutes. Commercials can go in between. You know, there's always the you know as you get older and you can bet responsibly, right? There's the betting aspect to it. You know what I mean? And so it's really cool to see you know the opportunity for it coming forward. So yeah. Well, I'm not sure if uh, rugby is getting broadcasted yet on Prize Picks, but our friends at Prize Picks. They are uh, elite, to say the least. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times on money this football season. You know, football's on right now. I don't know if rugby's on yet, but hopefully prize picks offers rugby for me to uh, put some entries on. But you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Um, you know, we have a couple more or less uh, entries right now going on, and it's intense. It's I'll tell you what, I'm sweating a little bit. How can I put this? The options that they have on the on on the app are absolutely electric. It's you know more or less uh, rushing and receiving yards combo. More or less, are you going to score? Is is it anytime touchdown score? More or less, you could do combo with players. I could take a running back from one team and a receiver on the other team and see what their combined yards will be. More or less, it's very intense. It's and, dynamic, and, and, and you're and you're. Yeah. Uh, you know, just just the overall odds, I think, continue to get more intense the more entries you have. Yeah. And it's like, hey, put $5 on the line with the opportunity to, to – your payout will be $25. That's no skin off your back. It's enough to have a little action. Yeah. And I think it's intense. It's also a great way – talking about rugby right now – a great way to make it to where I'm more engaged in learning players – Mm-hmm. Uh, having a little bit more skin in the game. Hey, this, this team right here has two guys that they that they're putting up points. Makes you want to watch, right? Makes you want to watch. Yeah, it's like daily fantasy. You know, you'd be able to do a whole bunch of stuff. It's awesome. It's like yeah. Korean baseball. It's yeah, like, hey, I love it, man. It's like it's like marble racing. Man. Yeah, but uh, love it. shout out to Prize Picks. The uh, go to prizepicks.com forward slash juice. Use code juice for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. And uh, I couldn't be more fired up today. I think we got more or less. I think it's AJ Brown. He needs one touchdown. We just more. And then oh, we got, we have uh, Jalen Hurts rushing or throwing for for more than three touchdowns. More and than? I, more than. Oh, that's more great. Than. Yeah. So hopefully things are going good for us right now. I don't know, but we'll check it out. Anyways, prize picks, absolutely electric. Shout out to prize picks. Again, use code juice. Yeah. Juice. Hopefully, rugby's on there soon. I'm a more guy on that. Yeah, Life's too short I, to go less. So this is actually uh, something I do not bet less. Yeah. I don't bet like unders, and I don't bet less. Yeah. Uh, you may say, Frank, why? Maybe this guy's not going to get as much uh, yards, or maybe he's not going to score that touchdown. You know what? I'm rooting for a good game. I, I want to see. I'm. I'm I want to see. I want to see fireworks. Yeah. I want. I want action. You know. I want to see things go. I don't want to. I don't want to be rooting for less. Now, no. I, mean, I want to be rooting for more. Again, yeah. it goes back to soccer. Do you think I want to go watch a, a 1-0 game? <laughs> yeah, no. I like I like goals. Yeah. I'd love to see my team win four to three. I you gotta it's all about the roller coaster of emotions. And I think that's why football gets so much like love mm-hmm. plays with your emotions, like 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 a fiddle. Like oh, a yeah. fiddle. Basketball, you know. A couple three-pointers in a row, a couple big dunks. Live basketball? Live basketball. College Phenomenal. basketball? Little, maybe cold one? Maybe cold one? Yeah. Kidding me? Live basketball. But phenomenal. it's, 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 it takes a lot. Playoff basketball is very entertaining. Playoff basketball Steph is awesome. Steph Curry, 
being on one with Clay Thompson in playoff basketball is very entertaining. That's, that's next level. Like when he gets going and when he like when it's like he's just like he's just throwing They're just, up, just, it's unbelievable. It is a honestly. special it's thing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I um no, I'm big on it. I think rugby's got a real future here. I think uh, you know, comparing it to football. I think it goes hand in hand and, mm-hmm. and you and you sp- stated that and you kind of said your piece on that. And I, I, I agree. I think it's something where if I was in high school right now and my in, in our high school had a, a rugby team and I didn't have a sport to play, mm-hmm. why not? You've been awesome. You've been, you've I've been, been told, you've been awesome. I've been told I, I, by my buddies that have played rugby the at Delana, a high level and are like, you'd be really good at rugby. The Delena, uh, that's you guys all three of you would be filthy, really good filthy filthy because you know the beauty of it and here's here's the other beauty of the game uh it doesn't matter how big doesn't matter how small you are doesn't matter how fast doesn't matter how slow right uh there's a spot for you okay. on the field for sure and again remember everyone's got to do the same thing everyone's got to run with the ball everyone's got to tackle everyone's got to do everything that everyone else has to do but the positions that you have have specific you know needs and roles that you have to do as well Right. Right. But still, everyone has to pass. But for instance, for you, uh, you're uh, with your speed and your mm-hmm. stature, you could easily play wing. You could easily play uh, full, uh, fullback. You can easily play scrum half without yeah. a doubt. I think with with the with the mouth you got, too, I think you'd play scrum <laughs> half for sure. Scrum half for sure. Because the nine, this, it's the numbers. The number nine, that's the scrum half position. They're the ones always talking to the ref. Yeah. They're the ones, John, chirp, a little bit. They're chirp. chirp. Yeah, they're chirp city. So I, I'm telling you, the, you gotta do. the Delana crew, that whole side would have had a, it could be a lot of fun. Certainly. Hey, there's, it's not too late. You know, there's men's teams. I just played in a tournament last weekend. It was wow. a great time. Yeah. So is the intensity level now the same as it was like when you were at St. Mary's though? I think now you have different goals for me, at least where I'm at with it. Yeah. Right. Um, it's more like you get out there, you have fun, you're running around, you make some tackles, you do some runs, right? It's a good time. There's a lot of fights? Um, no. No. There's that mutual respect I've heard. Yeah. It's really the mutual respect thing. Yeah. Right. Um, you, the game's really physical and, and the culture part of the sport, I, I really think is unmatched. There's a lot that can go into that. I I've could talk for ever about the culture of this thing, but really the whole, you know, around it, you play for 80 minutes or 14 minutes, whatever you're doing. Right. right? If you're playing for 14 minutes, you're playing at least three or four games in a day. Oh, cool. So like, you know, you're playing multiple games. Um, but then after the game, you go out with the team, right? The home team or the host team usually hosts you right for, uh, you know, meals and beverages. Right. Um, when we were, like when we were on tour in Ireland, we you know we went to Trinity, played there, and then we were they took us into their clubhouse that's right next to the field, and we had a meal and beverages, and they took us out that night. I mean, it's just an unbelievable experience. It's crazy. There's right? not how many other sports are you're you taking the other team out after the game. Yeah, the the and that's the thing that you're they're hosting you. You want them to have a great time. You want to show them what you're all about. You know, um, it was always embracing the culture, right? Wow. Embracing the culture of where you're at, and that happens across the country all the time in any rugby club in the United States and, yeah. and actually really in the world. And yeah. a lot of the kids that I talk to, um, especially in our high school programs, when they're graduating, I always tell the seniors uh, when they, you know, if they go to college, if they want to play or not, right. right. You know, if you, if you ever find yourself in a position where you need a group, right. You need a job, you need a community. You, all you have to do is find your local rugby club, wherever yeah. you're at. And you immediately have a group of people. You immediately have a purpose. You immediately have work because they everyone there has jobs right and they can right. find you jobs and I, I don't really know where else you can find that to be honest with you any other sport at least no. right there's other communities that you can find that stuff sure in. but you know when it comes to a sport if you're willing to strap on the boots and get going yeah like you're gonna get a lot when uh, you know in this game and there's a lot of support with it too behind it so Absolutely. it's pretty cool yeah it's fun i've heard some cool stories man i i had a uh, 
I've heard some cool stories. We'll leave it at that. But yeah. I don't know another sport. I, I don't know another athletic community that, that treats you like that. I mean, you just go down the horn. Certainly not basketball. Football, football's it's it's war, but at the same time, like once you're done, like it's still it's not mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Soccer, no. Maybe hockey has ish. Hockey could probably you could probably say there's some there's some remnants of it. Yeah, but it there. it's not like the culture though. Yeah. You, That's like you being a good guy. It's not yeah. like the it's yeah. not the culture. Exactly. The difference between being a good guy and then like, hey, we're this is what we're doing after so, the game too. Like, think about this, right? So after every game that New Zealand plays in, right, they're always uh they, their locker room doors open, right? And so they invite the other teams in the locker room immediately after the game's done, right? Then they've got, you know, they, they've got everything they need in there, right? And they talk about the game and they're there. And it, I mean, it's you don't have that, right? Could you yeah. imagine a football team coming to another football team's locker room after a game? Oh. Like I mean, I, I I I wouldn't have been able to do it when well, I was playing in, football. In, that's for in sure. In college football, so you practice against offense, plays defense in college football, and like there's beef in the locker room. So yeah, just in the locker room. That's how yeah. it goes. Yeah, and so you know, it's something that I think is understood, and it's part of the culture, and it's something that we the respect part of it is something that we really, um, you know, from youth all the way up to you know the national teams that are playing now, it, it has it everywhere. So, and even when we're like when our youth teams are traveling to the bay, like they always host us and everything too. So, you know, and they, you know, they're providing food for the kids after games and everything. It's awesome. So a lot of them have become my really good friends too. So I, I can't, I mean, I, I can't speak highly enough about it. That's, I mean, what a community. That's yeah. also inspiring though too. I mean, it's something like I'd want my kid to be a part of type thing. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Before we continue, got to have a quick shout out to our friends at American Pistachio Growers APG. If you want to perform like the pros, eat your pistachios, eat those nuts, kids. Nate, do you think that uh, eating pistachios and their source of protein and mm-hmm. benefits of antioxidants, et cetera, um, is beneficial towards success in rugby players at all? 100%. Yeah. We talk about it in our program, Youth Empowerment System, all the time. Wow. So yeah, you got it. Yeah, it's snack, especially from a snack standpoint. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I love it. Well, Trying to keep everyone away from that refined sugar, man. We, it's brutal. We, we got to get, we might have to get you guys a little pistachio plug, a couple, couple hundred pounds or something I, like I'm that. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. We're in. So why, what is, what What would you say playing both football and rugby? Mm-hmm. Um, and we could go all sports even. I, I don't yeah. want to bring, there's always like the, the boxing debate, the wrestling debate. Like I, they're their own category. Mm-hmm. But Combat. football and rugby yeah. go, go hand in hand. What would you say is more physical? So, I'd always say this, right? The there's so much more velocity in football. There's so much more velocity. Giant it's, hits. it's not even it's not even close. Yeah. Right. Uh, the it's start stop full sprints. You're getting to max effort a lot more times throughout a you know however long your game is. Right. Because right? uh, it's just you you know plays are full sprints, hundred percent go. Right. Um, for rugby, you know I, I say it's like soccer because there is that continuous flow part of it. It's there's a flow to it. Right. And so. Really, you're you know you make a tackle, you get up, you get back in line on defense, you go make another tackle again, you run with the ball, you get tackled, you get back up, you have to reshape, you know. Yeah. And so that's why I'd like to say that football tackle, I mean rugby tackles are like wrestling takedowns because yeah. that's what they are. It's a blast double, right? You take them to the ground, you get back up, you're ready to go again, yeah. right? And so from a physicality standpoint, a velocity standpoint, you're getting much bigger hits, much harder hits um, on, on the football field. Yeah. No doubt about it. And, and on the rugby field, there's more hits. There's more contact, uh, you know, you know, opportunities yep. with the tackles in the contact area because it's an 80-minute game and it's flowy, right? But they're not as uh, – there's not as much velocity, so you're not going to get as big of an impact, right? Now, you can get big impacts. Yeah. Certainly, right? Uh, but it's just much more rare. What would you say is more dangerous then? 
between the two? You know, it, you always talk about contact sports as being dangerous. I sure. think, you know, every, and everyone looks at it and like, you know, hey, like what's the danger of that? And I, I would say that any sports are going to be dangerous, right? Any sport's going to be dangerous. So, so, every sport's you're going to get hurt in any sport that you're going to yep. play. Like there's always a risk for that. Um, the most dangerous sports are the ones that don't have the coaches that are teaching techniques that aren't mitigating the the risks for sure. it, right? Especially on the so, physical side. So if you're playing a sport and you know you're not getting taught proper techniques when it comes to contact areas, then yeah, you're at a bigger risk for 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 of danger, right? But if you're getting if you're in a sport and you're on a team or you're getting coached by coaches that understand how to do things, you're at less of a risk of danger, right? Now in contact sports, there's always going to be a bit more opportunity, right? But that's why it's the responsibility of coaches to teach the proper things, especially at the youth level, especially at the youth level, right? And so that's why it's really important for, you know, everyone on my team and all my coaches that we have to make sure that they're teaching the right things so that you are mitigating the risks when you're on the field. Obviously, when you refer to all this, you know, there's strategy uh, on how to be successful on the field, mm -hmm. but there's certain things. And, 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 you know, when you get the ball in your hands, like you, you said that you called them steps. It's hard yeah. to teach yeah. a juke in a step like you kind of that's just that's a backyard bullshit man get, it's ha -ha. let's get, get wiggly with it yes yeah and the more you get the ball in your hands you learn angles you learn mm -hmm. velocity no you learn i i mean i've as a guy who's done like you learn eye contact you learn what to head hip yeah. maybe these guys look at the hip and i'm twisting left thinking you're gonna this way you i'm i'm olaying you buddy yeah. or eyes oh my eyes are getting big to the right skirt other yeah. side like it's hard to teach that. I don't think even in any sport they yeah. can teach soccer. It's harder that basketball. You're driving mm -hmm. the lane. Like there's just things you just you watch your idols. I think, mm -hmm. and you kind of just figure it out. It's the game within the game. You kind of just trial and error. Like you can't yeah. teach. Like I know dudes yeah. who could catch a ball, and they just they just had to run in a straight line. Like they yeah. had no start stop wiggle. No shake, no, no, yeah. I know dudes though too mm -hmm. that they couldn't catch the ball, or maybe they could, they couldn't hold on to the ball. Yeah. But they will juke you out in a phone booth, man. Yeah, I mean, crazy. And you know, I think that comes with uh, with experience, and confidence, right? And now, you know, as you get higher levels, right? There's, you know, there's more people. The talent, right, right, right. They're not falling out. for that BS as much. Yeah, there's talent, right? And there's things that you, you're just born to do. Right. Some people just have those gifts, right? Yeah. But when you start putting yourself in situations and you start, you know, trying different things. And you, as you get the experience, right, it makes it a lot easier to learn those kind of things. When yeah. it comes to anything physical, you know, I, I do think if you have enough experience, if you have enough effort to it, you can probably learn it, yeah. you know? Um, and so for me, you know, you're putting people in situations where they're challenging themselves and doing different things. And then over a period of time, they start to get it, right? Well, and, and, and you mentioned teach certain things. What I was getting at to all that is you can't teach them how to juke, but... Yeah. You, you, the biggest thing is teaching them how to tackle. Yeah. So in tackling in football, we kind of discussed it earlier, and I'm sure it's the same thing in rugby. It's it's like any sport, but it's all about angles. If someone's coming heads up on me, mm -hmm. if somebody, if I could use the sideline as my friend, totally. if I got, you know, contained versus, hey, go make the play. Like, how am I coming? What, how do you teach the proper way to tackle? Like, I, let's Thank say, you. let's say it's the first first day of rugby. Yeah, I love this question. So, it really, it's a it's a progress. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a progress, right? And there there's different you know milestones that we need to hit. But our base tackle technique is foot in the hoop, cheek to cheek, wrap and drive. Those three things. And I and I like to speak in threes when you're coaching. Yeah, it's just the easiest way for you know kids players to remember. It's got a little coaching to all my coaches out there, right? Yeah. You speak in threes. Um, so foot in the hoop, cheek to three cheek, pillars. wrap and drive. Yeah. And 
So I'm going to go into a little bit of detail on it. Do here, it. Right. So for a foot in the hoop, right. I want you to imagine like if you ever played NCAA or Madden football, okay. right. There's a ring around the player that has the ball. Yeah. Right. So what we want our tacklers to do is put their foot in between that hoop, in between the feet. Right. So that's why we call it foot in the hoop. Right. I also like, I'll bring out um, hula hoops and I'll place it on like standing still tacklers. So they're making sure that, you know, they're getting their foot in the hoop there. The second thing, and this is where it gets, this is where I get a lot of blowback. It's uh-huh. cheek to cheek. Okay. And so what we call that is face cheek to butt cheek of yep. the ball carrier. Yep. Okay. And so your head is actually on the outside of the ball carrier instead of across the bow, which is what I was taught in football when I was in high school, which was great. It works. Right. right. But from a rugby tackle, we got to keep our head outside of the tackle. We're yep. not wearing headgear. Yeah. Right? We're not wearing anything. And so we keep our head cheek to cheek, face cheek to the butt cheek of the tackler. Right. And the last thing's wrap and drive. Right. Wrap so drive. wrap, wrap up, drive to the ground get back up, do it all over again. Yep. Right. So it's a safe, effective. And in my personal opinion, when you do all three of those things, you actually have better leverage in a tackle than if you do have your head in the, or your body in front of the ball carrier, because your body's moving in a, in all in sync together, rather than having your top end in a different, uh, on a different angle than your bottom end. So for me, and I, I, I mean, I'll die on this sword. Certainly, uh, is foot in the hoop, cheek to cheek, wrap and drive works in rugby. Definitely will work in football. Uh, you just have to teach it right, and you have to execute properly when you're on the field. You've definitely uh, taken your tackling critiques yeah. to a new level. Yeah. Uh, was passing through social media recently, and, and you popped up on my feed. Yeah. You do these, what, what would you call them? Tackling reviews? It's Yeah, rugby coach rates tackles, I guess. Okay. It's a tackle review. Okay. Yeah. Talk, how that start? Where's it at? Where? How, how's it going? I uh, I've... I need to do better on okay. social media uh, as a coach and uh, the opportunity to, um, you know, again, I go back to educating, right? You have to educate people about the sport. You have to educate people about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, the, the best you're way You're definitely to do doing that. a great job of that right yeah. now, by Thank the Thank you. I appreciate that. I can get pretty verbose sometimes, so I appreciate that. But uh, I decided to, you know, I said, okay, what can I do on social media that's not that, that's not that hard sure. that I can, you know, like Coach Nate can talk about, right? And so I started doing these tackle techniques or these rating of tackles, you know, based off of rugby tackling, right? Um, the first one I think was uh, one that I just saw uh, uh, on there. I just made a remix. The second one was one of my players. He sent it in, Brock. He had, shout out to Brock and the Bassarinis. They're un- unbelievable athletes. Um, they're great. Um, and then the third one, uh, I kind of did it up as, as a joke. It's a it's a parent tackling what had to be like a ten year old in full pads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And so I make the I make the review. You know, the the dad had the uh, his head on the front, right, which was wrong. You know, cheek to cheek, right, got to be a head on the outside. And then he was much too high, right. He wasn't yeah. cheek to cheek. He was he was probably cheek to like shoulders, right, because he was tackling a ten year old that was like you know nothing. And then you know he's tall, right. And so I kind of did it as a joke, uh, and I gave him a three and a half, and it and it exploded. Just went off like it. Yeah. The, it went off. It's kind of weird. I, I wasn't really expecting viral. It. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I never. No, you don't know. It has some numbers on it. Yeah, and so it, I, I wasn't expecting it. It's a little weird to have a bunch of people, you know, like looking at the technique. But it's what I asked for, so I'm not going to complain about it, hey. right? Um, but what was shocking to me was, you know, I, I'm in this every day, right? Like, you know, my my nine to five, I, I work in rugby, right? I'm an administrator. After work, I, I go, I coach, yeah. right? And so I'm in this every day. This is what I do. This is my life. And so I see these techniques and I'm coaching these techniques. And so I think, you know, like, like this is just normal. Everyone knows this. Right. But then when you really like think about it, it's not well known at all. And so it's in the, new. Yeah. It's, it's brand new, even though like the, the Seahawks, even yeah. though the Seahawks started t- teaching this exact technique in, I think it was 2014, right. That's Legion of Boom time, by the way. I just want to um, point out Fresno State's taught this technique. Thank you. 
Thank God. Thank, yeah. thank you, Fresno State. They Phenomenal. actually called it uh, – they call it the hawk roll for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. And so the only thing I disagree with on the on the hawk tackle is the roll. Yeah. I don't I don't like the roll. I like the wrap and drive. Yep. I think it's more effective. But for rugby, like we have to drive and then get back up. Right? I get it. And there's still things going. In, in football, you're trying to get a guy to the ground so I can – Well, the, the head placement is dead on. But the head placement's exactly the same. Yes. Correct. It and, that at Fresno State. and so I'm getting just blown up in the comments of these things from people that just don't – that don't know the technique. And I, I can't blame them. Play high school never, football. They've never learned – yeah, because yeah. they've never learned. And I don't know if I would have ever learned this technique if I didn't play rugby in college. Sure. Right? And so, you know, I, I take it upon myself to just do my best to educate as many people as, I po- as possible on this different and effective – tackle technique that can transcend sports right it really you know football rugby and even wrestling like it's all i mean it works yeah so it's but it's been really fun um to kind of get that engagement and i and i'm definitely grateful that i'm getting seen um, sure because there there needs to be you know more education about our sport and what we're about and how we're doing it so i'm I'm grateful for it it is weird but it's also like something that i definitely plan on keeping i keep on doing and i you know i would hope that it would spark some parents or some players whoever you may be out there to you know give rugby a try for a season yeah right you know find your find your local youth club see if you like it give it a shot if you don't fine that's great but at least you got out there you gave it a shot and maybe you learned something and maybe you did something that you've never done before so that's cool right and so i appreciate it i think thank you for bringing it up but it's been a it's been a really weird ride and wild ride so we're gonna keep on going though i'm gonna keep rating and i'm gonna hey the standard is the standard the standard is the standard you gotta keep it high 100 percent. yeah no no going down baby so we gotta go you mentioned you know your commitment to rugby i know that sencal rugby is you got the shirt on yeah uh for people who aren't familiar Tell me just kind of what your dynamic is mm-hmm. uh, between that and your other current rugby, yeah. you know, jobs, ventures. Yeah, muscles. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. So rugby in, in Fresno uh, and in the Central Valley has been around for, you know, at least a decade now, at least. Uh, and in 2015, 2016, I just, I, I, I was back in Fresno. I was working for USA Rugby. I was developing rugby in the area. Um, we were implementing flag rugby programs uh, in like Fresno Unified, Clovis Unified Recreation, and then, you know, a lot of the other school districts around, Madera Unified, uh, Tulare as well. Um, and we had five high schools that are also playing at the time. And so um, I was developing youth rugby. I was administering the five high schools that are also in Fresno. We have four now as well, and then one in Bakersfield. So we're still five. Um, and so that, and then I started my own youth program. Right. This was in 2015, 2016. Okay. And then over a period of time, as I've been managing it, uh, I, I started meeting more people in Rugby NorCal, which is the state governing body for rugby in Northern California. Okay. And so over a period of time, I got to know a lot of the guys there, uh, built some great relationships with the teams in you know, the Bay Area and Sacramento. There's a, I mean, it's the hotbed of rugby in the United States, without a doubt. It's the best place to play in my really? opinion. I'm biased. Without a doubt, it's the best place to play in the United States uh, from youth all the way up to college and professionally, hopefully soon. And so- Really, um, over you know, over last year, they uh, they wanted me to become the executive director of Rugby NorCal um, and just kind of take it and and kind of run the whole you know CRO. They're called State Youth Rugby Organizations. Um, and so during the day, I'm administering the uh, Rugby NorCal. In the evenings, I'm coaching for um, SenCal Rugby Club and SenCal Youth Sports, which is our nonprofit in the area that manages all high school and youth rugby yes. in Fresno. So in Fresno County, I would say, and including Kern Bakersfield as well. What is what's what's the vision then? What's the vision? What's the goal? What's some? I know you got yeah. some big time goals, but like yeah. what's 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 on the horizon a little bit? 
Um, for so uh, from a rugby NorCal standpoint, we definitely want to introduce and get more people playing without yeah. a doubt, right? We want to grow the game. We want to make sure that people are, are, are playing the game in a safe way, right? And really, we are all looking towards 2031 and 2033, which is when the Rugby World Cup is going to be in the United States. And deal. so, yeah, it's huge. So the men play in 2031. The women are going to play it in 2033. And this is for rugby union, so 15 on 15. It's actually happening right now as well in France. It's every four years. It's like the Soccer World Cup, okay. right? Um, and so we're really focused on growing the game to increase our player pool so that we can have success in 2031 and 2033. So any high school age player right now, middle school age player, like those are the kids that are going to be playing for the United States in 2031 and 2033, which is, I mean, it's what I'm, doing every day which yeah. is awesome so what is uh the olympics are in the united states before that yeah so in 2028 or 2026 yeah. i think it's 2028 maybe yeah there is it's in la right yeah and so that's gonna be so sevens rugby men's and women's will also be there in 2020 in la, in LA. and so wow. it's gonna be a, like the next like 10 years it's not that for far rugby. away though no the next 10 years for rugby is is a phenomenal opportunity for kids that want to try and play professionally represent their country in a sport likes contact like this is a once in a lifetime era of this of, of what we're about to do so i'm in a really i'm grateful for being in this position and but i take it with a lot of responsibility because we like should nail this thing and we should be really good by the time 2031 gets here and um you know hopefully we can be playing with teams like ireland and france and new zealand giving them games so before we continue, quick word from our friends at FFB Bank. You remember Fresno First Bank? They got a new name. It's called FFB Bank. FFB Bank is the premier bank of the Valley. They're also gone from just local to national. They're kicking butt everywhere, just like Bring the Juices. FFB Bank, if you want a premier banking experience where you go in, they give you a personal personal plan, personal approach, a handshake, a, hey, did you go catch that rugby game last night? Uh, did you listen to the Bring the Juice, a Go Dogs, whatever it might be? FFB Bank is the place to be. Uh, Nate, I know you got a relationship with FFB as well. Yeah, they they support our programs. Really love yeah. everything that they do there, and I can't um, I can't talk highly enough about them. They're great, great people. And yeah. you know what? I don't know about you. If I own a business, I want to be working with FFB. We're happy to be working with FFB, and we appreciate their support. Yeah, Nate, the athletes in the United States. Would you say true or false? Athlete wise. Mm -hmm. We're, we're probably number one. Has to be. Has to Not be. even close. So if yeah. you had to build, let's just call, let's start, let's talk sevens right now. Okay. okay. I love this. I love this exercise. Yeah. It's a good exercise. Who's, yeah. who's, who's your starting seven right now? Uh, so you really have to look at, uh, you really like current football players or current anybody? Current athletes and tell me why. Current athletes and tell you why. Whew, for sevens. For sevens. Okay. So you, need, um, so you need to give me your seven. So for my, my center on my sevens team is Fred Warner. It's not close. Like the guys, I mean, the, the linebacker for the 49ers. The Can you give a quick, like, bullet yeah. point description as to what, okay, center needs yeah. to be? Okay, so your, so, your center, so your center is your guy that, um, he, like, fast but stacked. Yeah. Like, great shape, huge, like, great, uh, like. Fred Warner. Yeah, Fred <laughs> Warner. Like, you look at Fred Warner and what he does and how he's able to move sideline to sideline, but also, like, truck people in the, like, in the gaps. Absolutely. He's, he's unbelievable, yeah. right? And so that's the kind of guy you want at center because he's able to, you know, really uh, dominate in the contact area when someone's trying to tackle them. If you, in sevens, you want to make one-on-one -on -one tackles. And if you can make one-on-one -on -one tackles, you're going to, like, you're going to win most of the time. But if okay. it takes two people to tackle you, it's an immediate overload on the other side, right? Because if two people are tackling you, you're, you know, you're eliminating another defender, right? So Fred Warner's great. Okay, he's your so center. That, so that'd be good. My um, my wings 
would have to be, man, this is, there's a lot out there. And I'm not kind of going through my fantasy teams right now. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go rookie Garrett Wilson because he's fast and creates a lot of separation. But can he tackle? Uh, so like that, I think he would be able to. Yeah. I, okay. like, I like he's humble. Did you see Hard Knocks? He's a humble oh, dude. I like him. Um, and then on the other side, can I do past? Can I do past? Yeah. 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 It doesn't well? have to be current players. It, has to, it can be past players too. Man, this opens up a whole time. I mean, I don't know I, if you're going to go like, you can't say like Jerry Rice. I no, mean, I'm not going to say that's, Jerry. That's I'm too- not gonna, I won't say Jerry. I, um, on the other side, I want someone with that's a little bigger, but also incredibly fast that no one could catch. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. That's I would say Julio, call. but yeah, Julio's fine. I, I mean, I'm, I'd go Calvin over Julio, which is might be debatable, but no, I saw him play. I saw Calvin Johnson play twice. It like he's it's, he's a man among boys on an NFL field. It's unbelievable. And then um, for your like the quarterback of the team. Right, is like it's usually the fly half is what it's called. Uh-huh. I'd have to go someone that has a good head on their shoulders that can also um, like pass the ball. Man, this is tough. I'd probably go Lamar. Right, I'd probably go Lamar Dynamic. Jackson. Right? Yeah, he's because he can pass and he can run and he can create like different matchups. Right. Uh huh. Um, and then how much? So what would that be? I've got four guys right now. Four guys. You got Fred Warner at center. Yeah. Your wings uh, are Garrett Wilson and Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Your fly half is Lamar Jackson. My fly half is my. God, I mean, I just go with those four and we'd win. I uh, <laughs> go. Uh, my last guys would be uh, Saquon if he could stay on the field the whole time. Um, I would say who's another good one? Derrick Henry. Oh, uh, from three yeah. years ago. Uh, and then give me one more guy that I think is going to, that can make. What's he need so, to be? What's he need to be? Tell we me need a, we need a, uh, we need one more like dominant tackler. I would a say. A dominant tackler? We need a dominant tackler that has, has good size, but it's also pretty dynamic. We're looking at DNs, maybe some outside linebackers or a safety. Um, like an Ed Reed? Like an Ed Reed. Yeah, Ed Reed would be pretty nice. Yeah, Ed Reed would be pretty nice. I'd go there. And this is just off the top right now. And so, I, I mean, I'm probably missing a lot of good guys, but I think Ed Reed would be pretty solid. So. Okay, yeah. so you take those guys. We've got those seven, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And let's just say, let's just say we go, guys. Yeah. Hey, let's go win an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. How long do you think it would take to get them Ready to ready roll. to go. Yeah, because um, athletically they're gonna have it. They would need. Uh, I mean, athletically they'd have it. You're right, and they would need probably like if we could practice. Yeah, two times like two hours a day for you know for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd say I'd say two hours a day on like skills right for a month, and then I'd say another um, two hours a day on tactics right, and then I, let's have them play in. Um, four tournaments so give them six months overall and i think that and i think honestly they'd be able to just overpower everybody yeah because there's no i mean you don't see that kind of size and speed and shape in sevens um it's usually like there's a lot of like um, carlin isles okay carlin isles was a olympic track and field guy um ran like a 10 second ran a 10 second hundred he started playing um sevens he immediately became he was the fastest guy on the rugby field could not be stopped perry baker i think played for the eagles uh and as a wide receiver Right, didn't make and didn't make it, and then came over and he's probably I think he's the most capped and has scored the most tries in USA Sevens history. Wow! Right, so we're talking guys that I mean phenomenal athletes, period. Yeah, but not like could can't cut it on like like professional football or on the elite track and football track and field. So like they came over and they're like Stunts. light years ahead. Yeah, right, light years ahead. And so I, I think you give someone six months and we would be incredibly competitive. I just think how much hype would that bring to the United States? It's it, obvious. Okay, the, what's the biggest? Why would they not do it? Yeah, 
if you get hurt and they lose, you know, money in the contract, essentially. Is, Honestly, is, if you get like, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously for those guys, right? Because they're making millions, but like you get guys like out of college, you know, you know, instead of going to like bobsled, you like come and play rugby. You know what yeah. I mean? It'd be really yeah. good. <laughs> Shot <laughs> fired immediately. <laughs> no, um, no, I think it's a really good opportunity, right? And you know, again, like you can have a long career in it. And yeah, you can have a long career. In well, it, I was so. saying, I don't know if these guys. I just think you get the right person in charge to be like, hey, guys, we're gonna go play rugby. Right? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be so entertaining. It'd be a dream. Oh my gosh, it'd, it'd be, be entertaining. It'd be a dream. I think you should. I think you should pioneer it, man. It'd be a dream. Uh, it would be much harder in 15s to do it because there's a lot more, it's a lot more condensed. But in sevens, like it's really just athlete on athlete with some tactics. Yeah. And like, yeah, I don't think you can. They did fire special. Um, that, that fired me up. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a blast. You, I mean, me honestly, you, I, I still think today you'd be phenomenal on the field. Yeah. I, I highly consider, you should highly <laughs> consider it. Complete work with me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> just complete. Just complete. Yeah. Uh, I'll consider it. Nate, before I wrap it up, anything yeah. you want to say to bring the juice real quick? No, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone's support. I really appreciate the Juice yes. Foundation. Yes. And I, I appreciate what everyone, uh, what you're doing as well. I think uh, you're a beacon for it, uh, for uh, positivity in the community, man. Good vibes. Good so vibes. thank you for what you're doing, man. It's it's really motivated me to expand my horizons as well. So great stuff. And uh, for everyone out there that uh, is considering or looking for something else to do January, February, March. Yeah. If you're, you know, under 10, under 12 middle school or uh, February, March, April, if you're in high school, maybe try giving rugby a shot. I think it could uh, really help you out in a lot of things. So I'm sold. Love it. Fire me up. Uh, be sure to check out Nate and his, all of his reviews. Check out Send Cal Rugby. Uh, any information, we'll be sure to tag Nate in all this. Subscribe, unsubscribe. Resubscribe to bring the juice. Buy the merch. New shirts. New shirts. God, they're swaggy. God, get, a get a hat. Get a hat. Get a hat. Get a hat. Find some stuff. There's get a, a headband. Uh, you get a whole fit for bring the juice now these days. Please do it. Support the brand. We love you. We support you. You support us. Iron sharpens iron. Fire me up. Get your piss hot. Bring the juice, baby. Let's go.